Welcome to Season 2 of Between Two Blue Devils. I'm Mark Horner, your host, and this is a podcast featuring teachers, administrators, alumni, and community members of the beautiful city of Talmadge, Ohio. This podcast is about stories, their stories, the stories of people who love kids, love their city, and love the pursuit of education. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And while you're at it, feel free to share the podcast with a friend, tweet it out, post it on Facebook, snap it out, be sure to leave a review. And now without further ado, I bring you season two. Kick back, grab a cup of coffee from Crimson Cup, and enjoy getting to know some of the amazing people who love Talmadge and love our kids. Well, hello again, Between Two Blue Devil listeners, and it is an honor to be here with you uh, today. Again, I just want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast. It means the world. Uh, Please be sure to share this out and tag some alumni and tag some students and tag your favorite teachers and make sure that they are uh, catching up with all of their favorite teachers present teachers and past teachers and and listening to their stories. And today, I'm really excited to have a buddy of mine uh, to join us. Finally, I've been asking him for quite a while to come here and and sit down with us, and he is finally here. He goes by many things. Sliv, Sliv Master Slam, Senior Slivka, and Mr. Slivka. Let's give it up for Mr. Slivka. Thank you. By the way, we have two people in our audience today. The rest are all quarantined. <laughs> it's an overwhelming audience today. It's Mr. overwhelming. Mr. Very, Sliv- very intimidating they are. <laughs> they are. It's a scary group. Mr. I'm, Sliv- I'm sweating. I know that's surprising to everybody, but, you know. <laughs> sweating Slivka. Sweating Sliv, right? We don't need to start that one, although it is merited. <laughs> so, Mr. Slivka, tell us a little bit about who you are. Um, well... Basically, I, I'm, you know, I'm a teacher. I love to teach. I have, I'm married. Uh, I've been married for over nine years now. I have two children. Uh, Ari is seven, and Stephen is five. And I mean, parenthood is, uh, it's a trip. I mean, it's, uh, it's a constant. It's a, I'd say it's a constant mental, mental battle with yourself and with the kids and with your kids and everything and and, comprom- and compromising and working together with your with your spouse and everything. But it it's fabulous like it's so it's just so awesome um being blessed with uh with a couple of children like that uh um you know to try to live your life for you know um on a daily basis and i mean you know i uh i enjoy watching sports and i enjoy certain hobbies like uh i've been playing basketball for a little bit pick up with some buddies and and i like to fix stuff at my house because it's free for me to fix it and <laughs> I can do it how I want to do it instead yeah. of some dude coming over and potentially lying to me and you know whatever I mean we've all had experiences like that so you know well that's there, there's a nutshell <laughs> <laughs> well there, there's a lot there to unpack so let's begin first and foremost with with your life partner tell us a little bit about your wife um, Kelly is definitely the better half. She's probably the better 90%. Um, but uh, I, I owe a lot to her, and, I, and I'm very, very fortunate. And I, I reflect at times on how lucky I am to have come across her and met her 
and um, and I I really look up to her and use her as a model on how I should hmm. comport myself on a daily basis. Um, you know, and and she just she helped me a lot throughout um, indirectly and directly throughout the process of finishing up school because we both met at the end of our schooling in, in college. We met in college. Where, where did and, you guys go to college? Uh, she went to Kent. I went to Akron. We met through we we met through a uh, um, she we met through a set of a, a brother and sister who are cousins of mine, Josh and Jessica. Josh is one of my best friends in the world. Jessica, I've been pretty close with over the years, but her and Jessica met at a Kohl's, working together at Kohl's, and they both went to Kent. Okay. And I uh, and you know I was good friends with <clears throat> with both of them. I grew up with them. Like um, our my father purchased land by them, and like um, I would hang out with them over the weekends. Like we'd ride four wheelers and we'd make fires and we'd run around in the woods and stuff like that. So I became really close with them. Uh, but one night we were all going to go out. I was going out with Josh and Jessica decided to bring Kelly along and. I walked into I walked into Josh's house. He was living with uh, a coworker at at this time. So we I walk into this house and Kelly's sitting there in this like den area on a couch, and and I look over and I was like, wow. <laughs> and I just and wrote. I just zoomed and I just zoomed right past her. You know, I was like, hi, how you doing? And I ran right past her and back into Josh's room. We're talking. Like, hey, who's that? Blah, blah blah. You know, and I'm asking questions and stuff and. And, you know, we went out that night, and um, you know, I laid it down, and uh, the rest is history. <laughs> you, you laid it down. <laughs> no, 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 no. By, by laid it down. Dropping game here, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, by laid it down, I mean I was fortunate enough to convince her, after some begging, uh, to get her phone number. Um, and uh, she gave was, you her real phone number. She gave me her real phone number, and then um, throughout the the courting process. Um, there were several instances where, um, and this is why I mentioned Josh and Jessica, because I owe Jessica a lot, because there were several instances where I did something <laughs> on a date or whatever, okay, that Kelly didn't really care for and would send up red flags for Kelly, but then <laughs> Jessica would talk her off the ledge, so to speak. So, okay? I think we want an example. <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, I You're starting know. to sweat again, Mr. Slipcott. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I probably one thing Kelly brought up was occasionally I would bring up an ex-girlfriend in conversation, okay. which isn't which the best is a thing big in the no-no. So and then Kelly would go to Jessica and go, well, she he brought her up. Does he still like her? Blah blah blah. Which I did not. I right. was over and done with that. But I, you know, I mean, it came up in conversation. So we talked about it. I mean, you know, you talk about your 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 previous relationships and stuff like that. And I never do. And, <laughs> well, you're just perfect, <laughs> Mr. Horner. <laughs> but uh, but that was one example that would apparently reoccur, and Jessica would be like, no, no, no. He blah blah blah, and she would talk her off the ledge, I got and you. eventually. You know, I was I was trained, and I would learn, you know, what to say and not to say, and this and that. So, and and it worked out. And it's worked out very well. I'm very fortunate to be with her, and I'm I'm, you know, I really I really am lucky to have her as a as a life partner. So, were there divided loyalties there? You know, you being a zip and she being a flash. No, I mean, she no, she just like she's very insistent about. Which school is better? But I mean, with any with any comparison, there's there's positives and negatives and everything like that. And 
And I mean, honestly, I, I, uh, I, I did not, I made some friends at school. I didn't stay on campus. I, okay. I, I lived at home and I commuted due to my work situation, um, working with my father at the time and stuff like that. And it saved my, it saved a lot of money with, mm -hmm. uh, with that, which is why I stayed at home. So, you know, I made some friends there um, in Akron, but, uh, but another thing was a lot of my friends that I made in high school went to Kent as well. Okay. Like a group of friends that I had in high school also went to Kent, so that kind of you know fit and fell into place where yeah. you know we could we could hang out and stuff and, and everything like that. Well, so. fun fact for you, I actually met my wife at Akron. I got my undergrad at Akron, but then mm -hmm. I got my master's at Kent. Mm. So um, you know, so there's always always cool. that. I usually pick whichever basketball team's doing the best. There you, <laughs> <laughs> there you, that's right. You can be a double agent. Uh, yeah, for you real. Got, you got credibility. You got credibility in both of them. That's so. Awesome. So your wife, what? Tell us about the first time you like asked her out. What was that like? Um, I mean, it was that night. That night we were um, out at an undisclosed location that shall not be specifically named. <laughs> and it was funny because um, one of my other one of my other really really good friends, and we weren't at this point. He was my other one of my other cousins, Marty. Okay, and Marty was known for being a certain type of man with uh, with the ladies. He was he was a player, okay. And um, my wife Kelly did not really care to date players and she could smell she told me many times after she could smell a player on him, okay? So that played in my in my um, favor where we were both kind of, you know, vying for her attention that night. But you know, I, I got her phone number and, and I called her up and we, we like we went out to a movie for our first date and yeah. and it just progressed. What movie did you see? Oh gosh, I have no idea. <laughs> I uh well, I'm putting I you on the spot. Well we'll move no, quickly no. through that so you I don't can, get in trouble no, when no, your I wife can, listens I cannot to this. remember. This no all idea. sounds so very much like a yeah. episode of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> so does it. <laughs> so when you uh, when you think of your wife what, what's the first word that comes to mind? The first word that, um, that comes to mind with my wife. Huh. I mean, I, I would say lucky that I'm very, very lucky to awesome. have found her and, and to be with her. Um, but a close second is um, demanding, which is merited because somebody needs to drive the ship and somebody needs to... Um, ask in a nice way for certain things to be done which you know she, she she'll apologize at times and i tell her i'm like no even though i was resistant you're right and i needed to <laughs> paint the wall or we needed to do this or do that and and it's uh you know and i i really i really enjoy that part of her as well that she's she's not just gonna she's not just gonna stand by and let things be the way they are like yeah. if i do something wrong she lets me she doesn't she lets me know. She doesn't just like stew over it for right. uh, a few days. She doesn't just let it, you know, let it go. She uh, she basically mentions it right away, which is which is good. Which yeah. I Which I think is very good for me as a person and good, great for us as in a, as a relationship. Absolutely. Well, in a marriage, I mean, you have to have that kind of a relationship, right? Where yeah. you know your spouse is going to hold you accountable, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then of course you don't want to let the sun go down on your on your anger, uh -huh. right? No. Because that's a recipe for a, a bad relationship yeah. um, and so that's those are good principles to have yeah. and good advice to be taken from, from well, you and your wife that. yeah and it's you know 
it's mostly her, and I've learned a lot from her, and I've and I've matured a lot because of her, yeah. um, which uh, which is why I'm so grateful for for her. Yeah, well, and, and you know what, I, and I can say the same for my my spouse as well. I'm I'm certainly better. Like they say, behind every good man is a better woman. Yeah, that's true. And, um, and that's in true. our cases, oh yeah, for sure. That quote is spot on for sure. <laughs> it is. Now you you have two children again. Yeah. Tell us tell us your your kids' names and their uh, ages again. Ariana is seven. She's in second grade and uh, she's in second grade right now. And she's going. She's on a hybrid schedule. She goes. Thursdays and Fridays, and then she's got remote learning stuff to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <clears throat> which my wife has been doing a great job keeping up with her. Like, I'll ask her, you know, hey, how you doing, you know, this and that. And every now and then I'll, I'll get to do something with her. Every now and then my wife will be like, hey, you got to do this worksheet with her tonight. We didn't get to it, whatever, and stuff like that. But she really misses being at school, mm -hmm. um, which stinks. Like, she was really enjoying it and really hitting her stride with reading, like, you know, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, they're learning. That's the main thing. Look, right. Yeah. You got to read. You got to learn how to read well. And she's made some huge strides um, the past. Um, this summer was awesome. The summer before, she refused to read. Mm -hmm. After kindergarten, she was just, it was confidence, you know, confidence issues. And, and now um, she's, she's got, a, her confidence has grown and it's really awesome um, when she reads to us. And I really enjoy um, when she reads, when she reads to me does, does and your, stuff like that. Does your wife work from home or does she stay she, home or is she... right now she is in she's enrolled in the um school psychology master's program at kent state so she wants to be a school psychologist she's got this year and then next year will be an internship mm -hmm. and then after that she'll get a degree and uh, hopefully get a job the job market looks really great um and with her experience in the mental health field she was a she was a mental health therapist at okay. Jennings Middle School in Akron for 10 years. Wow. So she's got all this experience in the mental health field. I'll be very, and I've told her this many times, I'll be, I'll be floored and very surprised if districts are not begging her oh, yeah. um, to work for them because of the fact that she has all this experience behind her and now she has this training, you know, in, in, you know, in the area, in the field. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> so anyway, to get back to her schedule, <clears throat> she has class three nights a week ish and some of those like it's spotty like sometimes she doesn't have a class whatever especially because of all this covid garbage um and everything she'll uh she'll not have class occasionally but she's at home every day she's at home monday tuesday wednesday with ari mm -hmm. wednesday steven's there as well she's got both of them thursday friday they're both gone um so she can she can be at home for ari's remote learning mm -hmm. um, with her and she does work part-time for a private practice. So last night she was at, she actually worked four to nine hmm. um, uh, counseling uh, various um, clients of hers. So that's what her schedule's like right now. Wow. Well, yeah. it's it's gotta be encouraging to have a wife yeah. who is so in tune with mental health mm -hmm. and mental oh, awareness yeah. at home yeah. because right now, yeah. everyone's just kind of messed up in oh, the yeah. head because of all this. Oh yeah, even uh, if you don't think you are, you, you, you are a little bit. I mean, we're all, we're all being affected by it um, yeah. in some way, shape, or form. I mean, it, it, for me, it's a constant battle. It's a daily battle. Mm -hmm. It really is. When I, when I sit back, if I sit still and I think about the magnitude of COVID uh, and the effect that it's having, and point in hand, like here today, I mean, there's just two students here. How many two, do you normally have? Uh, and here we normally have four, <laughs> but you know, when you, but yeah. you know, when you're missing two out of four, yeah, it's a lot, you know, yeah. it, it is a lot. And yesterday, one of my other classes, I, I was missing half of that. You know, yeah. I have like, I have six there and I'm missing three out of yeah. there. 
But then, you know, every day something's coming up. And every day we see in a minute, like even this morning, uh, Mr. Householder and Mrs. Stewart are running up and down the hallways trying to find coverage for teachers who yeah. are now sick. Yeah. You know, um, so when you sit back and you start thinking about it, it just really plays with your head. Oh, yeah, for sure. You've got to have that, that self-care plan in place. Yeah. No doubt she will get a job. Immediately. Oh, well, and especially yeah. Kent when, you know, their yeah. school psychology program, I think one of their guarantees they make is job placement. I could I could see that, yeah, because the job market the job market is very well is very good for that. It's been great for a while and now it's now it's finally in the past few years it's finally starting to blow up. Mm -hmm. Like we're I think I think the mental health majors um going into college they, they used to be all right, school counselor, school counselor, school counselor, you know, therapist, therapist, therapist. Mm -hmm. And there's not there's no school counseling jobs. Like Mrs. Praiser and, and Mrs. Lane and and, and Miss Ganito, those those like when They're one of those opens up, yeah. when one of those opens up, there's like 250 resumes, yeah. you know, and then they're then they choose 20 of those, whatever, you know, because my wife, my wife did never applied for one, but she was talking with people, yeah, applying with those, and she'd give me, she would just tell me what they're going through, and it's just unbelievable. But now the point, the point of the explanation is now I'd say that the the programs have realized this, and they're like, okay, school psychologists, school psychologists, yeah. where they they do they do different stuff, they do yeah. testing. Like they test students and they diagnose them with, with um, learning disabilities mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And it's like she actually gave me a few tests, and we're not going to discuss those results. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did just fine. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I stay away from those tests. I don't want to know. They're fun. They were yeah. they were kind of fun. I mean, well, they, maybe they we'll have to have you bring a couple in, and we'll. They were, uh, they we'll, were interesting. We'll, yeah. Um, well, I just really think the you know when you look at the school counselor versus the school psychologist uh, dynamic yeah. as well. Like my wife is a school counselor, yeah, uh, and the amount of time that they actually spend counseling yeah. students, yeah, that and that's that, maybe yeah. ten percent of their job. I know, and and that's and that's like what gets you, in my opinion, from what I've noticed, and and I don't know if if you would find a school counselor. Why did you start to do school counseling? Yeah. Because I want to help students, you know, with their mental health and this and that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Like when I was going through school, it wasn't about like, ooh, I get to schedule all this testing and then I get to deal with the <laughs> scheduling nightmares. Yeah. And then I get to deal with 10 students that don't want to take this class because whatever reason. And, and then I got to talk them and tell them that they have to right. take the class. And I mean, but it's it's really an interesting dynamic and something I did not know about school counseling and school counselors until I mean I was here and actually learned what they did. I mean, I I I mean I don't I mean if this is ignorant that's fine, but I just thought they kind of sat in the office and okay, what's what's wrong? How you doing today? Right. Which is very commendable and, and yeah. something that's and needed, that's, that's but good it's, and it's, very needed. You know, it is not their job. No, no. Yeah. and it's Which uh, is interesting. and sometimes my wife gets rather frustrated with that too yeah. because you know she did. Um, I, I don't. I use the word enjoy, but I mean she. That was the the, the attraction to the job for her. She yeah. wanted to work with kids yeah. and talk about talk about the things that they were struggling with. And mm -hmm. now it's just it is. It's mm -hmm. ninety percent yeah. testing and all that other stuff. Yeah. You know. So when you look back, uh, we're curious. One of the questions our audience had is, you know, what made you want to become a teacher? Um, I mean, that's that's the cliche. I, I, I enjoyed helping people like I was a tutor. I was a tutor in high school um, and I, you know, I did a little bit of tutoring and I, and I just generally enjoyed it. Like I, I enjoyed that, that aha moment, you mm -hmm. know, and, and I, and to this day, I continue to enjoy um, when I see the light switch turn on, yeah. you know, whether it's 
in the class or um, when I'm helping a student one-on-one. -on -one. And, mm -hmm. and that's what's the beauty of teaching Spanish, the grammar. I love the grammar. Like, sure, it's boring and annoying and, and nitpicky and crazy. You know, well, you learned English first, so, you know, it's there's no pattern in English. And Spanish has all the pattern. All right, whatever. We're not going to go down the road. But, uh, but, uh, um, you do love that language. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and, and, yeah, like, now, now with the focus, with the, with, the, with the paradigm shift and the philosophy shift within the last 10 years of, um, well, you know, you really, you got to get through the content. You got to teach them this stuff, and you, they need to know it, to... You need to learn about your students, and you need to understand who they are as people, and mm -hmm. you need to care about them, and, and that's made the job that much better. Mm -hmm. It's made it that much more demanding, but and that much more like stressful and highs and lows, you know, because when, you know, when that when when that student or a few students don't show up, I mean, it, it kind of sucks when mm -hmm. when there's student apps, and no matter who they are, you know, right, yeah, and and it's like, oh well, you know, they're not they're not there today, and that's whatever, you know, for whatever reason, and. And um, but I mean it's in in generally in in general I've I've just enjoyed um, helping for the most part and and I'm glad I found something that I can you know really and potentially impact mm -hmm. um, students moving on and growing up into their future. That's awesome, I, and I love to hear the part about the relationships, you know, because yeah. it is it, it should be mm -hmm. a relationship-driven profession. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and especially now, students today are way different than they were when mm -hmm. we first started. For there sure. was, it, there's a different dynamic, and there mm -hmm. are different needs. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you get to know your your students, and you get to know what they like and what they don't like, and and what makes them tick, and then of course you know what's going on. And I mean, the the hard part is, you know, you mentioned as you get to know your students and you hear about their personal lives, yeah. and then when they don't show up, yeah. you instantly gravitate towards, oh man, yeah. What what are they, are they okay? The negative, yeah. Yeah, uh, is, are they safe? Are things okay at home? And um, but it, it is, it is the fuel to our fire. And yeah. for me, it, it's the part that I love I love so very much, yeah. uh, as an educator and as a coach. Um, so yeah. it, were were there? Well, first of all, where did you go to high school at? I went to North Royalton. Okay. Um, I I actually I never even knew Talmadge existed until it popped up, and my wife found. Um, my wife found the posting, um, you know, she was another reason why I owe my wife so much. She was looking for jobs when, uh, <laughs> you know, on the internet when I probably She was tired have. of you and being home on a couch, right? Playing I video games. I wasn't home on the couch that much. I was not playing video games. I was working a little bit, but anyway, um, but yeah, I didn't, I was like, Talmadge, oh, interesting. But I went to high school in, in North Royalton. It's a suburb of Cleveland. Yeah. It's south of Cleveland, and uh, it's a west side considered, um, but it's similar to Talmadge, you know, um, mid-level socioeconomic status, and it's a it's a nice it's a nice city. Now, how long have you been teaching again? This is my tenth year. All right, and how, and how many of those years have you uh, tenth year at Talmadge? This is my tenth year in Talmadge. I taught this in my eleventh year overall. My okay. first year, I taught in Canton McKinley. Um, it was, I got hired mid-year, I got hired in September, like end of September. Basically, the Spanish teacher there uh, held them on a hook, held them on a hook because her husband got a job in China and they weren't sure if he was going and then she came in one day, okay, I'm leaving. So then they, they mm. needed to interview people and, yeah. and I was fortunate enough to interview for the position and I started, I don't know, a week later I think I, wow. I started and that was... 
that was a very, very interesting experience um, working in in the inner city like that. And uh, but uh, it was it was an awesome experience, and I really enjoyed I really enjoyed um, working there. And I didn't I actually did not want to look for a job. Um, I I wanted to stay there because um, I you know grew with the staff so well and got to know them so well. But my principal pulled me in. Uh, the office. She's like, "Hey, listen, I don't know if we're gonna have a position for you next mm -hmm. year. You need to look. You need to be looking for a, a job." And that led me to, um, to you know, interviewing for this job at Talmadge. So essentially, your entire career has been here. Yeah. Except for the, with yeah, the half a except year. for one year. Yeah. Wow. Well, now, when you were in school in North Royalton, was there a particular teacher that really um, influenced you? Yeah, there were there were a few teachers. Um, I obviously my Spanish teacher, um, Senor Carrion. He uh, he inspired me. I, I just really enjoyed. I mean, I really enjoyed Spanish. Came easy to me, and um, I, I didn't. I never really had like a super awesome close relationship with him. Um, you know, like we knew each other. We talked a little bit. Like I said, it was kind of different back then. You know, unless, you know, and I didn't play sports. He was a baseball coach, but. Uh, and I just remember one thing that my mom told me in a parent-teacher conference that he he told my parents that you know he was like he's really good at Spanish he needs to do something with with Spanish like hmm. he needs to continue with it. Wow. And, and I took that advice, but I mean more so I mean he he initially inspired me, and there were other teachers that I really enjoyed, and and like I had a couple of math teachers that were really awesome, and we had this I had a physics teacher that was really cool. Like everyone thought he was really cool. He was a Steelers fan though, so yeah. he was a black mark. But anyway, he, he was a really cool guy to get to know and, and everything. And but in college, I had a teacher. Um, his name was uh, Senor Wyshynski, and um, he got the most out of me that any other teacher ever got out of me. He for whatever reason he demanded more. And it motivated me. I don't know why, for whatever reason, for his demeanor and everything. But I got a C in his class. Like I didn't, I didn't like do super well in his class. But I tried really, really hard mm -hmm. in his class. And he, you know, he inspired me as well. Um, and that, you know, propelled me more towards the Spanish language because he, I had him for a, a couple Spanish classes, one or two. I can't remember how many. But wow. he as well was uh, very influential um, to me. That's awesome. So, yeah. did you know all through high school that you wanted to become a teacher, or no, is that no, something? No, not you... at all. I, I went I went to I went to college, and I was unde I was undecided, and I took some classes, like I took my gen eds and stuff, and yeah, this and that. And then we got to the second half of my third year, and it was it was pucker time. Like I went to the the guidance counselor, and I was like, yeah, I don't know, blah blah blah, and, and you know, he asked me some questions, and and then um, and like Spanish. Uh, teaching came up and I was like yeah so I went into the teaching thing and I was I thought about doing math I thought about doing chemistry but I settled on Spanish and and you know and it was I mean it was the right decision mm -hmm. <laughs> it was it's 100 percent awesome. the right decision I would say so I I very much I very much enjoy my job I'm very fortunate and, and I appreciate it now more than ever I mean the, the, the spring with the Arguably the most fun part of our job being removed from yeah. away being taken away from us at mm -hmm. the drop of a hat and then you know being able to come back in August and see the kids again and everything it was yeah. it was great and really I mean it I, I hope my coworkers and all teachers um, you know reciprocate and feel the same way but I, I felt I felt very appreciative of yeah, my job. For real. Um, 
know. It's something we'll never take for granted again, that's no, for sure. for sure. And that and that's, that's causes some of my anxiety, even thinking about going into Thanksgiving break yeah. and then, you know, and the threat of going yeah. remote kind of hanging over your head. Mm -hmm. So what is it, you know, let's talk a little bit about you, the person. We have a few minutes left, and uh, I want our audience to hear who you are. So let, let's begin with this. What is it that you, when you are out of school and you're able to, devote some free time to something for just Mr. Slivka. What are your hobbies? What are you passionate about? I mean, you know, I, I, I like to read, so I'll read, like, I, I'm not a super avid reader, like, for the most part, like now, I go home and, and, I'm, and I'm trying to take care of my kids. I mm -hmm. mean, I'm not like, I'm not like on them 24 seven, but if they need something, I'm there. And, you know, like now they're pretty self-sufficient with play time and stuff, but I'll play with them and this yeah. and that. And I mean, I, that stuff I like, is important. You got to yeah, do it now, man. Yeah. I mean, and I like to, I like to fix things. Like I like to fix things in my, in my house and stuff like that and everything. And I mean, I try to work out here and there lately, lately I've been slacking. Um, and you know, but, uh, and, and I like to, I like to watch sports and, and various. You got a favorite football team? Like yeah, I'm a, I'm a Browns fan through and through, 100%. I was born in Cleveland and, you know, well, a suburb of Cleveland, and I, and, I, and I love the Browns hopelessly forever and ever, <laughs> no matter how awful they, they are. I mean, this year we're pretty spoiled, and we're still complaining, so. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a big Indians fan as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely an Indians fan. Indians were number one for me. Those 95 Indians, that got me yeah. into sports. That hooked me, um, and that was, that was amazing. And, and that hooked me for, you know, indefinitely towards towards the future. And I'll know. tell you a funny story about the 95, 96 Indians. At the time, I had a friend who uh, played in the Indians organization, and he got bumped up. When they locked in on the, uh, the, um, the, the playoffs, mm -hmm. they, they brought him up. And I'll never forget, I went to watch him up there at Jacobs Field play, and he would, they put him up in a hotel across the street. And so when we were walking out, we came out where the players all came out. So I remember he stopped and he's talking to Mike Hargrove and Manny Ramirez and Jim Tomei and they're all they're all there. And that's I'm just awesome. standing there. I'm like like oh, looking at them, just kind of so drooling. Cool. It was super cool. But then they're all pulling out in their cars, but he's walking out the gate and there's all these autograph hounds there. Well, they knew who he was, so they start shoving these baseballs in front of him for him to autograph. Well, they just assumed I was a player as well, so they started shoving baseball. <laughs> so I'm like grabbing these baseballs and I'm signing them. I'm scribbling That's my name awesome. on there. And some some kid somewhere has got a ball with a scribble on it. Like I don't know who this is. You know, Marco. Mark I don't know. Porter, <laughs> teacher, Talmud High School, podcast enthusiast. This has to be works. <laughs> That's right. I, my 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 wife will buy it out of sympathy. So, That's but awesome. um. You know, so you, you said you're an avid reader. What do you like to read? I like to read crime fiction okay. a lot. Like, I've been reading James Patterson for years. Baldacci's really good. Um, I just read my first. I've been listening to this podcast called FBI Retired Case File Review. Okay. Fascinating. Huh. And um, one of the FBI agents that came on there, I bought his book for, like, you know, eight bucks on Amazon or whatever, and I read a book about his life, and he had a, he was in he was involved in a lot of Russian espionage hmm. um investigation so that was pretty it was very interesting some of the stories he told in the book um you know that's basically what i'll read i'll read an autobiography about some some famous person here and there like 
you know, years ago I was super into wrestling, <clears throat> so I read like The Rock's autobiography and I read Mick Foley's autobiography. Okay. Mick Foley's two books are really, really well written. <clears throat> if you're if you're into that, huh. um, those two books were phenomenal. And and I read uh, actually Mrs. Blasco um, recommended a book to me about traveling in Spain by this guy, his author, his name is Michener, and it was it was phenomenal. Like this guy basically went through all throughout Spain and wrote about his experiences and gave his perspective and talked about this and that. It was just, it was really, it mm. was really um, interesting, that type of book. But I mean, I'll, I'll read almost anything that, that's uh, interesting to me, but I've found, I, I mean, I found that the, the crime fiction hooks me pretty good and, and I like that. Well, what would you say would be the most influential book that you've read? I don't, I don't have, honestly, I don't have a book that's like super influenced me, mm -hmm. like in, in any way really. I, I just, I mean, I'm, I read, like I, I read for fun mostly. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't really, I don't really read the news very much. Like every now and then I'll, I'll read a little bit, but I mean. Gotta stay away I, from that stuff. It's yeah, just negative. I, mean, I, I don't have a book. I mean, I know that's not a satisfying answer. I, I don't really have a book that super in, influenced me. Um, in, in any way, honestly. Well, it's okay. You, know? you don't have to. I just yeah. I like to ask that question because yeah. I like to add to my library. Yeah. So I'm always, you know, yeah. if somebody mentions a book, I'll uh, I'll grab it. Yeah. Uh, you should check out the podcast Serial if you. Serial. Uh, yeah. Uh, it it goes into a lot of uh, the oh, crime. Okay. I got gotcha. S S E not not yeah. not C E. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're yeah. like oh yeah. yeah Lucky Charms. Yeah. I'll check that out. I am for hungry sure. now that you mentioned. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um. What about the Slivka life mantra or quote? Is there one? Now this this is going to be a little upsetting for for some people, but yeah, I, I do have one, and it's it's along the lines of, get over it. Life goes on. Hmm. I mean, it's it's harsh, it's cold, it's not it's not sensitive, but I mean, when you go through certain things in your life, and you can either wallow in your sorrow or you can push forward. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that wallowing in your sorrow is not bad. That is, it is necessary. We all, you need to deal with your emotions. You need to face your emotions, no matter how bad or how small the problem is. But you, it comes to a point where you, you have a decision to make. Do I sit here and sulk or do I fix the problem and mm -hmm. move on? Yeah. And, and that's, and that's my cold, hard mantra that I semi live by. Yeah. Well, I, it's it's why those are wise words. I mean, really, uh, you, a lot of people do wallow for far too long, yes. and they miss opportunity. You yes. know, and it and yeah. it holds them back. So yeah. I, I like that piece of advice. Uh, you uh, are are you a candy connoisseur? Do you have a favorite candy bar? I love goodies. Um, <laughs> Snickers. I like Snickers, but the but the Reese cup. It was funny actually. You you asked me that because yesterday, because you know we'll play a Kahoot or whatever, and I give candy. And, I, and then, what do you got? Well, I got this and that and this. You got a Reese cup? And I like, I like scoffed at him. I laughed at him. And they're like, what's the matter? What's the matter, Slifka? And I'm like, you're, you're, never, you're never getting a Reese cup from me. Like, if that gets in my hands, I'm going to eat it. That's right. No Reese cups are 100 grand. None, neither of those are given, being yeah, given yeah, away. I, I they like, will not be in this bin of treats. I like the Reese cup. I don't buy Reese cups because I'll eat them. Oh, yeah. I, I don't buy any candy yeah, either. I don't, I don't, I don't buy them. Buy yeah, because I'll, I'll pound I, them. I'll and somehow them I justify the Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. I say, you know, oh, well, there's protein. Hall you know, Halloween, but, Halloween I'll, I'll go crazy, but that's about it. Yeah, I'm so disappointed my kids no longer trick or treat. They're they're out of the age range, so oh, now nuts. I can't raid their their uh, bags anymore. But um, you know I, I've enjoyed having you on here, and mm -hmm. uh, I think you are an unbelievable um, 
young man. I appreciate that. And, uh, and I've enjoyed getting to know you. One thing a lot of people don't know about you uh, is kind of like your, your side gig where you're, you do a lot of carpet and flooring. Yeah, I do. That co coincides with the uh, fixing things. I do I do, do flooring on the side. Um, I, I, I much prefer to do the vinyl now rather than the carpet. The carpet, I mean, carrying 25-footers to a second floor is I'm sick and tired of that even though I'll do it I'll suck it up and do it but yeah I've been doing that for a while and, and I really enjoy I, I it's coming it's become an addiction yeah. honestly like it's it's become an addiction um, and I, I, I enjoy I I mean there's not a job I don't walk on that's there's some point I get aggravated at something that's just the nature of the work right it's, nature, it's like fixing something at your house you yeah. know something's gonna aggravate you you just got to power through and fix it yeah you know? and and um, but I've I've been very fortunate and and I've had some good support and and um, and I've been able to I've been able to um, finance our babysitting with with the side work which yeah. is which has helped us out a lot. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Well, maybe I'll enjoy. I'll throw your contact information well, in the show notes I, so people can reach out I, to you if they want to get some floors done. I, I would appreciate that, but hopefully after after the COVID thing, I need to I need to slow down with uh with all the spikes going up and everything. But um, yeah, and you gotta I, stop I breaking mirrors. And I can't. Things no, like no, that. that's speculation. Speculation. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. I deserve it. I deserve it. Accidents happen. They do. Well, I can attest that you do excellent work. I appreciate and, um, that. So the the last thing. I'll ask you is this mm -hmm. for our listeners I mean you've already given us your life mantra but you know mm -hmm. a lot of our listeners are high school students or recently graduated students yeah. Do you have a final word for them yeah um, learn a foreign language for sure and, and, and love it forever no I mean that's obviously learning a foreign language does make you um, it, it's going to make you smarter it's going to give you better perspective and that's mm -hmm. and that's my message is try that and that's what learning a foreign language gave me is is a different perspective that i did not have mm -hmm. when i was when i was younger yeah. and, and not, not even and, and it didn't and it didn't even ha and it happened somewhere in my 20s okay like it like it didn't just click one day i mean i mean learning learning to appreciate others and not just other cultures others in general for their yeah. differences and what makes them special and what makes you special that's that's what is important about life. I mean, you know, we're, we're all very skeptical and skittish when it comes to what's different, okay? We, we always are, we always will be, but it is an opportunity to learn. It is an opportunity to, to, to explore some, something new, whether awesome. it's a country, a culture, or um, a, a new friend or, or family member or, mm. or something like that. Well, Dave, I want to thank you for being here. And uh, I appreciate you. You are an incredible teacher. I you really are. That. And you are impacting lives. There's no doubt. I've learned from yeah. some of the best on a daily basis, Mr. Horner. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a good, good thing you're up in the math hallway. <laughs> so, but we appreciate you. And listeners, we appreciate you being here with us and spending the past 40 minutes or so with us. Hopefully, uh, you've grown to appreciate Mr. Slivka even more than you already do. And if this is your first time hearing about him, uh, just another example of how truly blessed we are here in Talmadge City Schools to have the most extraordinary teachers and administrators and leadership in the entire state. Have a most excellent day. I hope you enjoyed our interview today. Be sure to subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you are listening on. And also feel free to follow me on Instagram at, at Mr. Horner the Teacher or on Twitter 
at THS Mr. Underscore Horner for podcast updates, blog updates, and more information about our guests. If you liked what you heard, I would appreciate if you give us a review and share the episode. Help me get the message out about how incredible our community is and how awesome our teachers are. If you haven't, make sure you go back and listen to past interviews. There are a lot of amazing people that we've had the privilege of interviewing. Until next time, go Blue Devils.